Hey everyone, this is Phyllis, also known as at Miss Lingbloom. And this is April at Penguins Creative. And you're listening to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for all things stationery, journaling, and planning related, and news in the stationery community. April, guess what? Yes. I changed my 2020 setup again. Am I surprised? <laughs> but this time it's for a good reason. It's oh because my goodness. <laughs> I wanted, I'm just trying to figure out, I'm trying to match the purpose that I need with the journals that I have, and I'm trying to come up with a fewer notebook system Mm -hmm. but I still ended up with like five notebooks I think (laughs) I love that but but it's totally expected though because even though I also like thought I nailed down my setup last year in November and December and now in January things are still mixing up a little bit for me too but I think so it's I will talk about it with my New Year's resolutions but I actually think this setup will enable me to be more creative and do more writing and art so I'm very happy with it that's awesome well first of all happy new year guys happy new year welcome to 2020 we're recording our first episode for 2020 and it's super fun and we're gonna talk a lot about New Year resolutions. Yes. Look, uh, reflections. How to start your 2020 planner, and what we're looking forward to yep. in the journal in the journaling world. Okay, so first up, New Year's resolutions. It seems like almost everybody makes New Year's resolutions, and it's really popular in the journaling community because it's a time to kind of sit down intentionally and think about the upcoming year. Uh, I set, I don't know if I set like concrete New Year's resolutions every year. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just have more like themes or intentions that I want to do. But this year I did set some concrete things. Are you a new, do you set New Year's resolutions? I used to. And then I realized, you know, sometimes you don't really keep up with resolutions. Like I want to lose weight more. (laughs) I want to go to the gym. So I decided to just be, you know, less rigid this year. More like my New Year intentions. I think that's a, you know. But I I like what you did with your, the book. I saw it on Instagram, on your Instagram, I think. Yes. So what I did this year, what I decided to do was I feel like I had a lot of different ideas for New Year's resolutions and intentions and I didn't really know where to start Mm -hmm. so what I decided to do was break it down into three areas like three domains Mm -hmm. like health and wellness lifestyle personal goals oh yeah um and then under each category, I just brain dumped. I just wrote all the things that mm-hmm. I thought I would want to work on or set as goals and then wrote down why. Right. And then on the opposite page, once I did the brain dump, then I wrote down actual specific actionable items that could happen. That's so like, really useful because, you know, we have like those ideal things we want to achieve, but then like not having any... Um, realistic concrete ways to do them I think that what you did is really clever you said so it's like action items right so like for example one thing I wrote was I wanted to read do more reading I wanted to read more but 
and I the reason why is because I want to spend less time like on the internet and stuff and I want to read more right. and so then my action item is then okay concretely read at least six books this year nice which is a very low bar but, and I think I can achieve it but last year I think I only read three books so <laughs> I think it's nice to start with a low bar you know I I saw I think on the internet someone did the my 100 on the Hobonichi page I want to read a hundred books, and I'm like, whoa! That's that, a lot. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's like a book every three days, right? So, for me, I think six books are is really realistic. Yeah, and yeah. and then um, my other goals for this year, other things that I wanted to try and do would be like uh, last year, I told myself I wanted to do more urban sketching and make it to at least one urban sketching meetup, which oh. I did do. So Yay. I'm very happy. And originally this year, I, my goal was to go to the Urban Sketchers Symposium, but I think that's not going to work out because it's earlier this year. It's like mm. in April instead yeah. of July. And, and it's canceled. Oh, and it's canceled. And it's canceled. Oh, yeah. canceled. Okay. Oh, so maybe you can come with us to the Chicago one. Oh! They have a Chicago sketching seminar this oh. year in, I think, July or August. Okay. You, you have to write that down. Podcast <laughs> listeners, you're hearing right now, this is my new New Year's resolution. And it's very affordable. It's like, I think it's less than $100 or something oh my for gosh. three days of session. Oh, I would totally go. We could totally go. We can stay at the hostel oh. and then just like, you know. That's awesome. Go sketch every day. I, I'll, I'll keep everyone updated well, yeah. once I have the details <laughs> if you're into urban sketching. Um, but yeah, so like drawing more um, and having concrete goals like, okay, go to two sketching meetups or draw one sketch a day. I think having a concrete thing really helps. And mm-hmm. then, so I journaled all of that in my traveler's notebook. And you put cute stickers around and it. I did use <laughs> cute little, so sticky kit this month has all these like, kind of like Japanese New Year themed stickers. It's different from their New Year's kit, but it's all like, um, you know, there's like like doodles from uh, Kaori Noda. Mm-hmm. She's like a watercolor and um, colored pencil artist. Mm-hmm. And so there's like doodles that she did where like someone's sweeping their home. And that's kind of a New Year's thing where you yeah. like, you know, getting your home ready for the New Year. Oh, the stuff. little deities, the Japanese yes, deities. And the deities doing everyday Day stuff. stuff. <laughs> that's like so Like grocery cute. shopping, it cracks me up. <laughs> but I put that in there just to like give it a little bit of extra flair. Yeah, I um, really like that spirit. Red. and that is inspiring me to do my own too yeah <laughs> so now uh yeah we have lots of ideas for new year's resolutions but i hopeful that i'm going to do more journaling and more art in the coming year well for me i'm like just in awe because you did the whole you know brain dump i think that's actually a, might be an easy way to get started because for me i have this like fear of i don't know what i want to do or achieve for 2019 so instead, what I did in my first page in the Hobonichi, well, it's the page before the first page called Turning the Page to a New Year. Instead of, reflect, instead of thinking forward, I was kind of looking back in 2019, and I did this kind of like a page of Q&A. I love these reflection questions you have. Like, Are these questions you came up with? Or? No, I think I saw it on um, an Instagram post two years ago. So I've been actually been doing this for two years now since 2017. So a few questions are like, um, what new things do you discover about yourself? What single achievement are you most proud of in 2019? Um, this is my favorite. What are your favorite places you visited in 2019? 2000- 
19, um, what one event are you going to tell your grandchildren about? But I ended up listing a lot of events because, you know, they're kind of like the highlights of the That's year. That's great. And they all fit kind of in one single page. And I, I feel like before I start the 2020 journal, I can always kind of have like, look, have this page of, oh, the successful and fun parts about 2019. Yes. And have that be like the intentions to bring towards the new and year. And that, I have, I mean, that is a key component to goal setting is being able to look back on what you've done, reflect on it, and then make adjustments for the next for the coming year yeah so that's such a cool idea i think i only have like two questions for 2020 like what do you want the overarching theme to be and then what do you want to see discover explore so i like this because this is more like my wish list of what i want to do for fun (laughs) yes so so not like very serious goal setting things that you know might make me feel bad if i didn't do it but more like the oh i wish i could go to japan this year (laughs) i want to I want to go to the Urban Sketching Seminar in yeah. Chicago. So fun things like that. Cool. Um, other than that, I guess another more specific goal I was trying to keep it short was no spend January. <laughs> Which is okay. All of us are struggling. I, I usually am pretty minimalist with my shopping, but for some reason when the new year came around... I just wanted to buy everything. I'm I'm like so relieved. Cute things for Japan's shop is down. Like oh yeah, they're closer they're to the new year because I was randomly browsing last night. I was on Bomb Kuchen. I was on Stickerific. I was putting things into cart for fun and then like abandoning them. So it's it's the window shopping. Of yeah, online shopping exactly. So I've decided no spend January because I really bought a bunch of stuff in November, like Black Friday, and then all the way to holidays. I was just shopping. I bought a bunch of journals, planners, stationery. They all arrived. So now in January, I want to do something to kind of like calm myself with the shopping. Um, I saw this hashtag called craft with your stash. And I thought that was a great idea. And so for every week of January, I'm going to have a theme or a specific type of like item material to use that I have in my stash that I'm gonna just focus on using so I can appreciate what I have instead of trying to buy new ones. So this first week it was all the washi tapes that I like have in my like less used box they're cartoon themed they're like these cute characters i found that i tend to still go for the patterns for collaging so but that these like cute character illustrations one kind of got left behind Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna use that extensively this first week which is almost over cute character ones you can cut them out to look like stickers exactly so they're very versatile and then so next week i'm gonna focus on using my clear stamps the acrylic stamps i have a bunch from flora fauna flora and fauna Uh, i have a bunch from everyday explorers i got some like lettering ones from tuesday's mornings last year and and so i want to like use them more than the wood stamps that i tend to go for more and third week rub on stickers oh you know like the mu print on stickers they they are kind of a hassle to do because you have to like you know, be very careful about not smudging the other ones. But they're not bulky, though. But they're That's not the bulky, they exactly. Bulk. So I liked using those um, in my Hobonichi, so because they're really thin. 
and I have a bunch of them too, but because I store them in the place where it's not really accessible to me or like it's not right in front of me, so I actually did not use a lot of them and I'm gonna focus on using them towards the third week of January. And last week, memo notes. Night, oh, memo notes. We all have those, you know, like little pads, those yes. cute little illustrations. You know, in every sticky kit, there's always some, right? Good I for th- collaging. That's th- where I use them the most. I'm actually inspired by you from because of that. I'm like, how do I use these memo notes? And then, you know what? I'm just going to like tear them off and then put them on my Traverse Notebook or Hobonichi, layer them and write on them, and then make fun collaging yeah. things with the memo notes. Because I have ones like shaped like ice cream. I have like one that shapes like dogs. And I have oh like... Oh my gosh, so cute. Just like cute ones. I have like really nice ones from um, Shamil. Garden that oh, are like the patterned oh ones, the textured oh ones. Share with me. So, so <laughs> I wanna use up most of those things. So that's how I'm gonna deal with no spend January. You know, I really I've noticed that when I get the urge to shop, mm-hmm. it's usually because I haven't had time to journal. I think uh, it's like when I haven't had a chance to be creative, I feel more like I need to be around cute things. So I think your idea of no sp- like craft with your stash, like journal with your stash is such a good idea because then you just look back on the things that you already have and you love Mm -hmm. and you just you're it reminds you oh i love this stuff so i can use it yeah so that's my goal for january (laughs) very realistic so just very short into 2020 Mm -hmm. on a good note on a good note okay so i think i should give you all a full update on what my 2020 setup is the new me, one my right? new one yeah i actually don't really remember what it used to be i don't think it's that different but i just i spent a lot of time over the holidays thinking more about what i wanted to do with my journals mm-hmm. and so okay so we have my nolte pdca mm-hmm. planner that's still my regular like work scheduling planner that hasn't changed um and then I still use my, uh, my, I have a small pocket size six ring planner as kind of like a general reference book, you know, as like contact info for people, uh, notes and stuff from work. Okay, so those mm-hmm. are all set. Yeah. So it's the traveler's notebooks that are kind of in flux. And I think I have a system, I think. <laughs> nice. So I, I use the regular size and the passport size. And so in the regular size... I have, um, so remember how I, I was using my Midori notebook? Yeah, you cut it down to the TN size. TN size, yes. It was A5. I cut it down to a slim. So it has way too many pages. So is, is that retired now? It's retired. What I did was I cut out the last like 30 or so pages. <laughs> I dissected. Because the thing is, like, I love being able to finish an insert, but I just, I just felt like I needed to do needed to work with some different paper to like do something different creatively mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i ended up cutting those out right but i was almost done with that insert anyway but i cut out those pages and then i use those pages just as like scrap paper now and so instead i made my own tn size insert using um this book binding tool that actually Nita from A Blank Note first showed me. Oh, it's, the one where you can punch multiple yes. holes? It's by the We Are Memory Keepers company, and it has it's really easy. They do book right. binding really easily. And so I made my own, like, m- a mixed paper TN oh. insert. It has black paper. It has um, 
Tomoe River paper and has watercolor paper in there. Did you also put like those textured, you know, like the flower? I didn't put in the textured paper, no. So this is still more like practical paper. It's still practical paper, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's actually just like stuff that I had lying around. Like I already had a black paper insert lying mm-hmm. around and a half-used watercolor insert. So right. I just basically combined it all. <laughs> you Frankenstein it. Exactly. <laughs> Again. That's what I, that's what I do. So you, don't, you didn't just Frankenstein the cover, you Frankenstein the inserts too. Yes. I love that. Oh yeah, the black paper insert. It's great because like I, I feel like I'm so I need to try different things, right. and so that way I have some days I'll use like paint pens on the black paper, mm-hmm. and then other times I'll use watercolor on the watercolor paper nice. or the Tomoe River paper. So it's a good mix. That's great. And so that's become my just regular scrapbook mm-hmm. slash journal. The one um, where you would stamp dates yeah, the one, in it, right? Yeah, so. I'll stamp dates or I'll do like, I'll put in photos. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my catch-all, kind of the way you use your the, Hobonichi. The to daily teach, diary. Exactly, my diary, yeah. So that's that one. And then I have a separate one, the Bamkuchen GU mm-hmm. notebook that I'm still using as a doodle diary for my baby, which is still ongoing. Um, and then now I've decided this is the extra part i decided one of my goals is to write Mm -hmm. more in chinese kind of like what are your goals yes and so i dedicated one notebook that's just for that and i'm using that as kind of my like daily log so like if i don't have time to fully journal Mm -hmm. i'll at least write a couple of lines in chinese to remind myself of what i did that day i i saw it earlier it was literally like three to four lines it's just three to four yeah simple enough for me who Mm -hmm. like you know my writing is not very good (laughs) (laughs) no i thought it's cute because you also add some doodles to Mm -hmm. it and was that in the traverse notebook insert it was just just a a blank cream notebook yeah and i'm actually i haven't even decorated yet but that's gonna be my project for today is to decorate those you should pages. wait till chinese new year in january 25th and decorate yes. with chunlian oh yeah the chinese so um oh, what do they call it in the, the english like um a written like a good luck message yes, kind of it's like, a, like that beautiful red paper yes, with like gilded gold yes. notes and it has like um you, know you, can, you can go to fortune. temples yeah you can go to temples and they'll do it for you you have usually. to remember to do it upside down though yeah yeah so that means that will yes. draw the lock yes, in. Yes, yes. That's so cute, though. I can already imagine it in my head. And I bet Sticky Kit might do something yeah. for like for their January trip right. then, right? Because but it's... see, the thing is, I will probably... I'm really trying to keep the Chinese log as more like just writing and very mm-hmm. simple decor. No because, decoration. Exactly, because the goal is to remove all barriers from being able to sit down for 10 minutes at the end of the right. day. Right, you're right. So I'm yeah. only, so if I do do something like that, I'll probably put it in my scrapbook. Mm-hmm. And so for the daily log, it's really just like five, 10 minutes tops at the end of the day mm-hmm. to write in it so that I always will do some writing. That's my goal. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, and then... So then the last one, I'm curious what you think, is my um, passport size oh, notebook. okay. So some of those pages that I cut out from the uh, Midori notebook, mm-hmm. it was that special 10th anniversary oh, turquoise grid, so I didn't want right. to just throw it away. The green grids. So um, I used yeah, it instead grids. to make a passport mixed paper notebook. I love that. <laughs> 
so what are you gonna do with that though is it kind of like right i was gonna it could be a commonplace notebook that you just carry with you every day yeah so i did start using it initially as my daily log and i know a lot of people who love the passport size but it's just too small for me for writing that's true it is very like hand i think i think it's perfect for sketching i think it's perfect for collage but Mm -hmm. for some reason i think maybe it's just my handwriting might be too big Mm -hmm. like i feel like when i write in it it's it's a little too small for Mm. me so right now it's just a collage it's for when i just want to have a playground to do play with paper yes and i feel inspired to make a collage that's where i'm doing it you can always use those for those like you know monthly challenges what's january's challenge do you know like you know on the on the instagram Mm. sphere oh i don't know do you mean like the hobonichi challenge no more like the collaging kind Um, oh like the mixed meat like every day they'll have a different actually that's not a bad idea that's another daily art project january junk journal is that one thing (laughs) like one of the things okay i'll take a look that's a good idea because you can have you know stamp your numbers on it and then i'm just thinking like, that's how where do i use a lot of my memo basis. sheets actually because exactly, i collage because that's the collaging one. and it's a good size for memo sheets because the memo sheets end up being too small sometimes in a traveler's mm-hmm. notebook but in a passport size it looks great another idea another idea <laughs> i'm like raising my hand i know she just raised her hand <laughs> what if you say i remember seeing your um a resolution that you want to like go on hikes more what yes. if you collect leaves <gasps> and make dry flowers Ooh. or dry leaves and do that in the collaging thing because the yeah. size is perfect that for is perfect a like leaf. a nature diary a nature Ooh. diary yes i love that Okay, and you have that little pouch where you do when you go on yes. hikes. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that tucks into the pouch That's perfectly. That's perfect. And then, cause then, other thing I can do is I can take like a pencil and do rubbing. So even if oh, I don't take right. a leaf, I can rub a leaf Rubbings pattern. Rubbings are yeah. so cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then like little sketch kit, you know. So it would be your nature. It has, it has a hiking in it. Hiking journal. In fact, I'm pulling it out right now. But yes, I have a sketchbook insert in it. Yeah. I have some little pockets. I have the travel tools folder um, folder in there so too. So it's perfect for collecting little things you found on your hike or whatever. Okay, so this will be my outdoors kind of nature. Nature journey. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> okay, so anyway, that's my 2020 setup. Perfect. How about how about yours? Any changes? Because <laughs> well, you were using seven before. I right? am still using seven, which is I'm like pretty proud of Could myself. You have another one on the way. <laughs> like two. <laughs> two on the way. <laughs> well, actually, okay. So let's backtrack. Yeah, let's just list off quickly what the very seven quickly were. the two Hobonichi weeks. One I'm using for my like work reading log kind of like the commonplace notebook where i take and meet marketing notes so that i've been using but that's not on a daily basis that's really when i needed it mm-hmm. so i have been taking a break because it's holiday so i didn't do it much i didn't go into work a lot so i didn't use that as much but my health planner in my hobonichi weeks I've been updating it every day i track you know um, my moods I track when I drink coffee and it's so fun like I do that very like happily each day because I I like at the end of the day I can't wait to put my little brown sticker tracker yes. for the for the monthly blocks and it's kind of when a I nice like daily ritual right to it is it is because I've been doing that since November oh no October I've oh, been doing nice. that since October so it really has been a ritual already so I'm just consistently using that and obviously, I just started a new Hobonichi cousin, the New Year event. Oh, I can yeah. finally get rid of that brick. <laughs> I stopped taking it out towards the end of December because it's just so heavy. So, so now you've been using the Avec, yes, for how many years now? Oh, since two thousand sixteen. Okay, so 
five years. Five years. Now. I think nice. is, is that the right number? Yeah, because yeah. it was like there was a cross between four, 2014 four, five, and 2015. Yeah. Um, so I put the Avec into my new slash old cover. Okay. This is the Ollie Gray sweater cover. Oh yes, from 2000 with the skateboarding penguin from 2017, 2019. 19. Oh, actually. 19. <laughs> so with the skateboard penguin, it's just perfect for like winter weather. So it looks very like nice, and I ride in it every day. Um, so, and then what else, what else have I been consistently using? Oh, my five-year journal. Oh yeah, the I saw that. five-year yeah. Hobonichi journal. I think it's called a journal, not a planner. And I've been trying to keep up with that still, but I, I, I told myself I'm not going to try to even, I'm not even going to attempt to update it every day. I'm just going to do it on a weekly basis. Like every Sunday, sit down and recap the whole week. That makes it more doable rather than, you know, the pressure of having to write in seven books oh, every definitely. day. Definitely. Um, and then what I have been really loving doing was my new Chinese diary on the Take a Note. Take in the a take note. note. It's now in my Whipbird. If you like yes. ASMR, here's the zip, the sound <laughs> of the zip. <laughs> Repeated zipping. So I set it up really cute. Um, with the front pockets, putting all the nice ephemeras that I yeah. like, stickers, memos, and it's in the take a note planner, which is like two days. Oh, a when page. it comes with its own clear cover it too, that's really the, nice. Its own clear cover. So I've just been journaling in Chinese consistently since the thirtieth so far <laughs> um, it's so nice it's funny how you said that you wanted to remove all barriers to you writing in yes. chinese for me it's actually the complete opposite because in the hobonichi when i journal in english i tend to already have this consistent style right right but i always have this fomo when i look at chinese or taiwanese instagram accounts it's a very specific style right they it's do really the collage, like collage with the girls yes um stickers yes. and like these dots, the, the South Korean it's dots. Like, how would I just? It's kind of like a little bit like vintage doodly exactly. feel. So I have like always just admired them and yes. wanted to do that. Yeah. And I did that with my MD A6 <laughs> diary last yeah, year, remember? You did but then it. I stopped. It's like, <laughs> it's a style that's kind of different from how like carefree I've been using yeah. in the cousin, which is with doodling. Yeah. So this one, I wanted to have that style, like be with the Taiwanese yes. crowd, kind of that <laughs> blending in mentality. But anyway, I've been having so much fun because I was decorating it. I slapped on the Dolce Vita Girl stickers, mm -hmm. the washi tapes. I did stamping. And it's funny, when I journal in Chinese, my train of thought is so different from when I journal in English. <laughs> so weird. Like I start writing about my family more. Oh, I start wow. writing about Taiwan more. With the um, election coming up, I write about my thoughts on those. So I, some people thought, like, aren't you just writing repetitive stuff in your journal? It's, but it turns out I wasn't. That's I was actually, the beauty of writing. You never know what your topic is going to be. I right? know. And I'm like pretty happy too because I don't want to write about repetitive things on like my everyday. So this space in the Take a Note is really good. And lastly, I have two planners coming in the mail one's called the enlightenment planner enlightenment planner yeah it's this company based in la she's actually taiwanese too uh -huh. and so she's a graphic designer and she and her husband um is very into the buddhist teaching of like meditation mm -hmm. yoga and stuff so they kind of incorporated that into the planner 
it's a planner because it's got weekly dates oh. and it's got like mood tracker it's got like the monthly okay. overview and it's actually the most unusual size that i have used it's a b5 so oh, it's like B5. it's bigger around the size of an a4 paper even oh, like a4 paper so is huge. like eight and a half by 11 so it's huge much. Yeah. yeah it's it's super big but i don't know what i'm gonna do with it yet <laughs> But the other one that I'm super excited for, and unfortunately, it was about supposed to come like before the New Year's, but it couldn't make it because we, the me and the seller, we had a little PayPal situation oh. that needs to be solved. But once that was solved, it's in the air, in the air, and right now, it's by Fleurier Lab. Huh. In Chinese, it's called Kai Hua Xianzi, which is oh. much prettier. It's like flowers. <laughs> yeah. But she has been designing her own planner since 2014, before I even used the Hobonichi. Mm. In fact, I used it back then, 2014. And throughout this period, I kind of like, you know, they were, I put them on the hiatus. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really think about them because I've just been using the Hobonichi. But this year, they came out with like another daily page design they started using tomoe river paper oh my gosh it's book bound so beautifully with a naked spine and the cover is this super soothing looking cloud image that's kind of half watercolor half old sanskrit looking book it is like a piece of art so then what is the layout inside is it a day per page or it is a day per page and it's got some like um tracking things in the beginning it's got weekly views it's it's ASIC size. I got in the okay, smaller one. I was one. say, yeah, what, yeah. Does, it, does it have other sizes? It, it comes in ASICs and the very popular B6 size that oh, everyone's B6. looking for oh. in the Hobonichi community. Okay. People are like, do this come in B6? Well, guys, <laughs> this brand does. But unfortunately, this is just like the take a note. It's a Taiwanese planner. Mm. They don't produce en masse. So you really it's have to small. grab it before they went out. Um, so the B6 size has recently just restocked. Okay. So we'll put it in the where, link. Where would we find it? On Pinkoy or No, website? they have their own website and oh, it's okay. a very easy process but because my PayPal account yeah, is yeah, like yeah, from Taiwan. Sense. So there was that issue. But essentially you order it and then she'll send you a PayPal invoice. Okay. And once it, you pay, then she's going to ship it oh, out. I see. I it's see. so beautiful. Once I get it in my hands, I'll take photos of it and we'll upload and it share. onto the Instagram. Perfect. Yeah. Again, not really sure what I'll do with it. Maybe my gratitude journal. Oh, yeah. Because it's really pretty. And and then if I do... Or it could be it. like... I mean, I think the nice thing about day per page is like there's so much space that it could be like a daily drawing thing too. Exactly. And if it's Tomoe River paper, you could do watercolor. I want to use fountain pens more oh, this year. Yes. I have been neglecting all my fountain pens because I bought so much pens last year <laughs> that are like, you know, the sailor brush pen. Yes. The, I don't know, I bought so many Uniball signals when I was in Taiwan. So I've just been using them up, mm-hmm. but I really want to get back into fountain pens. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap of my 2020 setup. Let's actually talk about what we've been up to or what we've done during this kind of three-week oh, yeah. holiday break. We've been gone for a while, huh? Yeah, From... the last one was like the beginning of December. And oh, then, my gosh. And then we just kind of went into the holiday craziness. Well, I, it was just super busy. I feel like I did a lot of time with family, with friends, but... I honestly didn't. I feel like I didn't get to journal as much yeah, as I would have liked. Yeah, that's what you told me. Yeah, over a few times, you're like, I could, I didn't have time to journal. I just <laughs> didn't really have time to journal. But the one nice thing is that I have been actually doing more sketching, because I don't, I don't know why, but I feel like, like journaling sometimes. 
I want to be able to play with my different supplies and so it takes a little bit more effort but lately I've simplified my sketching setup to just have like I have my pens, I have my mm -hmm. um, notebook, mm -hmm. I'm using a Stillman and Burn watercolor Oh yeah, you showed me that. I love the paper, and it's actually really nice to just practice sketches in there, so then if I wanted to journal or doodle in, or draw right. in my journal, it's really easy. Right. Weren't you asking us about like what watercolor yes. setup? Because you have the Koei, which is the basics for yes, the I've, journaling stationary crowd. Exactly. And I have, and actually what I did was, I made my own watercolor tin, which you've seen before. Right. It's made out of like a cough drop tin, and I bought my own half pans. Mm -hmm. And so like I still had some extra pans that were empty, so right. I popped out the ones from the Koi set and I put it in there. That's what I was going to suggest, you know. People actually love the Koi plate setup. They're great. So some, I know this artist, Mike, um, he's an urban sketcher, mm -hmm. Mike Daikubara. He actually did like a 3D print of the Koei palette because he loved that layout so much. It's really, it's spacious. Like your colors don't blend too much, Nick, because and it's they're got not... that like, sponge location. Yes, they just sponge thing on the side. It's a, it's a great little palette and it has a mixing palette too. Right. A little mixing tray that just like sits sit out on to. top. Exactly. So you can actually pop out the oat paint and you put can in pop it higher out. quality ones and if then, you want to. Yep. So anyway, so I did a lot of sketching, um, and I just started, just since the new year, I've been getting back into journaling and doing more journaling. And actually, it's, I think having more journals and having more notebooks does give me a chance to be more creative. Really? Because I've been able to, like before, it was either in my scrapbook or nothing at all. So right. either I would do it in my scrapbook, but if I felt too tired to do all that, right. like stamping and scrapbooking right. and stuff that day. The style designated exactly, for that book. Exactly. Then I'd be like, oh, well, I don't want to do it then today. But yeah. now that I have different styles available, yeah. it's much easier to like You can do journal. your doodle of Teddy. Exactly. Or you can go do the Chinese journal. Exactly. I feel like that's that's kind of fun. Like that That's what's... I'm experienced right now too because if I am tired at the end of the day I just do my health planner right. tracking and if I have more time or feel like I want to be more creative then I go into yeah. my Hobonichi yeah a little bit is I think a little bit of art and stuff is better than nothing yeah I love that well, what have I been yeah, up to? Yeah, what have you been up to? Things that you like to use, uh, things that you've been doing? Well, I had a very fun New Year's Day event. Like, to, I feel like I wanted to start out the first day of 2020 with like the great intention of art and journaling. And so I decided to host a journaling brunch with all my friends. I invite everyone over, I set up my huge table, and it's like not just my journaling friends, but also my other friends in life. Mm -hmm. And so they wrote postcards with this, with my stash of cards that I have <laughs> on one side, and some people worked on their bullet journaling. I met new friends at that That's event. That's so cool. And then we just journaled like from 10 to like two Oh my gosh. Four hours of just crafting, I know, I was writing, so bummed I couldn't go. Collaging. I know, you couldn't come. And then right after that, I immediately went with my other urban sketching friends to sketch at the Gasworks Park. Kind of like my ritual for starting the new year in Seattle because at the park you can have like that whole holistic view of like the yes, Seattle downtown. The whole, yes. It was super windy though. So like I was like struggling with my art supplies <laughs> a little bit, but it was still very fun. That's such a cool way to start the new year though. So like start it with a day full of creative art. 
creative works. Yeah, they say that you need to like have your first day be the day where you want every the rest of the year to feel to feel like, and that was oh, kind of no. like. I think mine was like sitting at home. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you do you do work in your I journal yeah. a little bit in the morning, and then you hung out with your family. Right? Oh, that's right. I like have a hard time remembering what I did now. I have to look <laughs> in my journal. Actually. Oh wait, no, that's right. I saw some friends, and then we went out and had um, some hot pot together, uh, and then uh, then saw family. Yeah, yeah. I remember you were so ambitious. You even want to go on a hike. Yes, in the morning. It was too cold. We were all sick. Yeah, it, it was nasty. Yeah, it was too. Nasty. Yeah, it was Seattle, so. yeah. Okay. Well. I guess this leads into our next topic, which is, you know, when you are starting a new year and you have all these ideas of things that you want to do and you want to be creative. And you have like you, a thousand notebooks yes, ready. <laughs> and you open it and you get to page one and you feel nervous. You get that <laughs> blank page anxiety where you're like, I don't know what to write. It is all over the internet. Like I belong to a few um, stationary community groups on Facebook and everyone's like how do I start I was ready for this Mm -hmm. a week ago but still I cannot put down that first sentence or like that first word so I well I'll talk about this later but I have a different philosophy but April what have you done or like what are some ideas to help get over that like blank page fear yeah I have a few um for me one of the first thing I did was what I actually saw um on Marie Kondo's blog oh. <laughs> she said in japan they do this thing called kakisome kakichome i think uh which is called the first write, like writing of the year so they do it with ink um you know those calligraphy brush yes and they write on like a piece of blank paper like the word of the year or like the goal of the year the first intention of the year so i did that with my beautiful memo pads like i have a bunch of those paper lying around that are like in the washi material so i kind of imagine myself to be a japanese person (laughs) on that first day and i wrote down my word of the year in in kanji so i had to like practice a little bit but it was super fun and lots of people i know also uses the hobonichi word of the year generator uh, oh, the yeah. Omikuji. It's like a thing they do when you go to shrines or temple. You pick a lottery and then it gives you like your luck or your word of the year. So some people start the first day by printing it out and just like pasting it onto the page. Mm. Or you can write about it in your So that's page. a good idea. So like having a, if you're not sure where to start, let the fortune kind of guide what yeah. your first word of the year is going to be. Exactly, yeah. So it doesn't have to be like, I woke up late, I slept till 10. You know, that yeah, kind of thing. What all, that's what we all it could about. Be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the good intention for the year. Um, other things I want to suggest, um, two things. One, I recommend you go on YouTube and look for Ryder Carroll's video about journaling. He is the one who uh, created bullet journaling. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So this year he, well, it was like late last year, but he introduced like the concept of incorporating diaries or like journaling into the bullet journal format. Because I, I don't do bullet journaling, but then I know that lots of people kind of use it as like, you know, templates. There's mm-hmm. always these lists, um, kind of like really formatted ways. Right. But he actually had great advice on how to do rapid logging and then adding journaling elements, like a paragraph of writing to the rapid logs. So I think that's like a very easy way to get started if you don't know how you want to start your journaling style. 
And at first, when I listened to that, when I heard that, I was kind of like a little skeptical. I was like, how is that different? Anyway, but then <laughs> I, I actually looked at one of the layouts, and I think it's a very, really useful tool because... At least in the example they had, it was layouts. So it was like day per page, right? And you can keep your still your bullet journal list on top, where you can talk about your tasks, just like yeah. really quick, what Every you did, day. events, to dos, right? And then there's space at the bottom, so if you wanted to pull out and reflect on a couple of those things, a specific item on exactly. the list. I thought that was pretty clever, and it's a very minimalistic, simple way to start your first day. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other way is actually similar but more free flowing. It's from Julia Cameron, who wrote *The Artist's Way*, and she suggested doing creative mornings. So basically, the first thing you wake up in the morning, on any notebook or however many notebooks you have, like me, you do. I think it was three minutes or three pages. Either one of those. Of free, three free. pages seems like a lot for the morning. Yeah, the free flow writing. So like your pen doesn't stop, and it's literally your your stream of thoughts like that you have from that moment. And it's her tip for becoming creative. Wow. And I actually learned this in my master's degree, one of my classes. That was one of the exercises that we had to do. Well, you know, I think that's such a cool idea, especially for anybody who has a commute, like a public transit commute. You're right. on the bus, you're on the train. Mm -hmm. If you just have your journal with you. A you portable just, one. Right. You just sit there and you can write for, you know, however long, fill up your three pages while you're commuting. Exactly. Instead of, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like when I was taking public, I would sleep a lot or something. But <laughs> or if I used it for writing, that would be nice. I might do this in my London Gifties notebook because it's kind of like a bullet journal oh, style. Nice. And it's just one of those empty notebooks I yeah. have laying around. I have like three of the empty yeah. 10th anniversary ones. I think that would be a great way to fill up the pages because yeah. it's really just a, like random writing. It could be anything. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like it's more of those things where the more you do it, the more relaxed and the more you get used to writing. And then I think it's, it could be a really no reserve way to start right. the, the, your book. It's actually been a long time since I've just purely journaled thoughts and feelings without any decoration. Right. That's, I mean, like, I, that's what I used to do for journaling until I discovered, like, how I could combine my art with my writing. <laughs> right, the collaging yeah. and stuff. But that's, that's cool. That's a cool idea. And finally, I have this, like, new thing that I kind of came up with. It's called Happy Tracker that I used to start my Hobonichi cousin. Because in the beginning of the page, you'll see there's this page where they show, like, every day of the month. And then, like, it's a like few a, columns. It's like a month overview. Like, right. a year overview, year overview page. People use it to track agenda, to make plans. But I came up with this idea of doing a happy tracker. You know how people do habit tracking where they, okay, Things today that I should do, I need did to I take, floss. Did I floss? Did I go to the gym? Did I read? Did I do some exercise? Yeah. And those things look very depressing at the end of January because <laughs> you don't do any of them. That is so true. So let me take a look at what I, what I did too. I, I decided to go a different route and instead of right tracking things that you know i should do i track things that i like to do so happy things that could occur in every any day of the month i have eating out i have go to the coffee shop sketching journaling watch the movie visit the new places shopping 
happy male and meetups. That's and, so great. I love that. It's like looking back on your month in a positive way. Exactly. So every single tick is happy things. So no matter how many there are on it, it's just like reminders of great things that happened that month. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Because right now mine is like, yeah, it's like, did I pack a lunch today? Nope. <laughs> nope. Haven't done that for like three weeks now. <laughs> Cooked at home. Nope. 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 <laughs> and so my friend Sarah gave me a great suggestion on how I can use my zig um, dot pen. Mm-hmm. The clear dot one. I could use that to fill in the little grids instead of oh. doing a tick. Right now I just do like a simple check mark mark with any pen I have. So That's a great great use for those dot pens. The yeah. clear clear color. Yeah, zig, zig clear, clear color. dot color or something. Yeah. yeah. Um okay, well so my method and I you know, I think it's a little different because I don't use dated pages. Right. right? I don't have a Hobonichi that has a like mm-hmm. January 1st start. I always use like these blank freeform pages. So I feel like for me I love having a fresh new insert because I'm like, I'm just going to dive right in right. and like attack it, you know, and do kind of whatever I <laughs> you want. You don't get that anxiety at all, right? Not really. In, the, in fact, I have the opposite where I can't wait to finish <laughs> an insert. Remember and start how I was talking about like, I'll cut out the last couple pages because I'm just so impatient. <laughs> to mark it complete. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is probably kind of cheating to like cut out the pages. <laughs> it's done. It's done. <laughs> okay, I finished it. <laughs> But that's yeah. cool because I feel like that's the thing. People like fear that they make the wrong move when they like do something wrong but on the whatever, data pages. But in my my philosophy is that it doesn't like whatever you write is what you want to write, and mm-hmm. if it looks, you know, it might not look the way you had intended, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's just a remembrance for that day. Exactly, and then maybe even with that mentality of like don't afraid to fail like go in yeah. and do your messiest page yes. in that first oh, page I love that. like the wreck that journal yeah. artist yes. who did that book i think that would be a great way to start your new page you yeah know, stop being start stop thinking that you need to have the perfect first right. page because you're not yeah because life's not perfect actually one um one of my sticky kit co-ambassadors she actually just recommended a book to me the title is called Sketch Now, Think Later. Oh. And I, I, it's by one of the urban sketchers, I think. Um, Mike. Mike, yes. That's Mike, yeah. yeah. And I haven't read <laughs> we it We talked yet. about him throughout this whole oh. episode. I love that. I, uh, oh, <laughs> but I didn't, I, um, what, I just think the title is so great where it's like, just, just draw. Do it. Don't just do think it. too much about it. Just go for it. If you go to his Instagram account, he like draws everything before every meal too that like two to three moment where you think you know i'm gonna eat first yeah he doesn't he just like sketches yeah. first like he does it and his wife can't stop him and right. then like they just have to what <laughs> they just have to do it and mike actually uses the hobonichi he used it for oh, 10 years wow. in a row as so, a sketchbook no as his journal or something because oh, he's half journal. japanese i oh, think okay. or he is japanese but he came to the states uh-huh. He has like the host. He showed me a picture once, like in private, like his whole stack of wow. ten Hobonichi. So he's like oh, kind I think of. You mentioned that he's like a super user. Yeah, but he said once he's like done with that ten book collection, he, he moved was on. Done. He moved okay, on. He yeah. didn't need to. Do That's that. but, but I think that mentality of like you know, our thought like don't let ourselves inhibit like don't right. inhibit ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually think it would be a good idea if everyone could like just do your first page and then tag us and then we can like share Ooh, them yeah. on our story on how everyone's doing their first yeah. page, you know. Beat that anxiety. Yeah, get, just get over the blank page fear. <laughs> okay, well, 
So now that we've gotten to the end of our episode, question for you, April, is what are you looking forward to this year? Or, or in the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, next year? That's a big question. I'm like, oh, okay, just, just look forward to the next successful. few months. Yeah. <laughs> too deep, too deep. Too deep, too deep. <laughs> um, I'm, like, realistically, I'm really looking forward to a new dining table because I just moved. And we're getting a new bigger table that I'm like, it's not a dining table. It's my journaling brunch table. Oh, it's it, not a dining table. Huh? <laughs> Just like Elliot's office is not an office. It's my craft yeah, room. So it's like the kitchen table, dining table, coffee table are all journaling are tables. Are all journaling right? spaces. <laughs> it's all wood and it's like long and I can't wait to host wow, more journaling so events with my friends. That's one of the best things about the journaling community is like getting together and finding other people and then learning new things too. Yeah, you know, like because everyone bring their own little yeah. things. And, and I don't think I would have sketched or done watercolor as much if I hadn't met you guys because uh-huh. you guys do a lot of watercolor in your journals, and so that helped me mm-hmm. be able to do more of that. So yeah, that's so cool. And then one more thing was Nita, our friend from a blank note, is in Japan right now. And she said she's going to... Well, she actually made a detour to Taiwan, too. She's from Taiwan, too. And so I asked her to help me pick up this ink by this new brand I discovered called Lennon Tools. It's a Taiwanese ink maker. And they recently came out with a tea series that was, like, released in the Japanese stationery Mm -hmm. event. Uh, so I asked him, asked her to help me pick up a Sun Moon Lake color. Oh, nice! It's this kind of like reddish brown color. That's awesome! And I can't wait to use it in my new fountain wow. pen. Sun Moon Lake is like a very big, popular, Icon- iconic, iconic area in yeah. Taiwan. Yeah, and they're famous for their black tea. So that's why that's why yeah. they use that color for the name. Um, what about you? Well, I think I'm really excited about creating more space and more time in my life for journaling and art so like it's one of my new year's resolutions and I feel like it was easier to journal when Teddy was still a smaller infant and he (laughs) took longer naps (laughs) but now he's older and he like wants a little bit more attention and things like that so it's getting a little harder it's only gonna be more challenging (laughs) I feel like I keep having to shift my mm-hmm. schedule or like shift the way that I approach journaling and so right now I feel like I've shifted into mm-hmm. another like uh like quick journaling moments kind of phase so I'm like okay 10 minutes here 10 mm-hmm. minutes here but being really happy with that still and like finding ways to sketch using like everyday objects that's nice even though i do i really 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 want to go on more sketch outings and journaling outings. me too i yeah. feel like i wanted to be more intentional in my yeah. writing as well in my hobonichi in my chinese diary but then i i've been slacking off on the urban sketching front yeah. towards the end of last year as well as it gets colder obviously yeah. but this year let's let's do that together yes journaling slash urban sketching slash outings <laughs> slash cafe journaling cafe journaling i really want to go i i I still haven't gone to a cafe in a long time to journal, so that'll be... Let's do that. And our journaling retreat. Yes. Oh, yeah. We did it last year. So, yeah. That'll be a whole extra topic. (laughs) (laughs) Treat yourself to a journaling retreat. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Remember to check out our Instagram page. It's the Stationery Cafe. 
We'll send updates about uh, when our next post will be. Mm -hmm. I also just realized I was patting the baby on the back like this for probably <laughs> the last like five, ten minutes. So if you hear <laughs> this like repetitive boom, boom, boom sound, that's what that is. That's <laughs> Teddy being comforted. Yes. <laughs> so happy new year, guys. Happy and new thanks year. for listening. Happy new year. Bye.